again and welcome back to Back to the Film. This week we took a look at the 2007 film American Gangster. Hope you like what you hear. If you do, please take the time to rate and review us. It really helps the show. And if you want to get in touch and make a suggestion, then the email is backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. I have to, to apologise. We did have a couple of recording um, issues during the um, recording, but uh, uh, it's not too bad. But listen on after the tunes for the uh, sort of general chit-chat um, after show. Cheers. Bye. But uh, well, should we get on and chat about uh, this for this week's film? Yep. Uh, Who, whose, whose choice was it this week? I chose it this week. All right, gotcha. So it was uh, American Gangster, the two thousand seven film with Denzel Washington in it. And was it a film that you've watched before, or it's not a film I'd watched before? I read a brief review of it where it sounded interesting. The story of Frank Luthers from small time criminal to major drug baron inside New York. And the forces that were trying to bring him down and the corruption inside the police forces, I thought it had every potential to be a really good story and a really good film. Then I watched I it. I must have... Oh, then you watched it. Is that is that sort of like a butt there, is there? Or... It is. I don't think it was as good as it could have been. It should have been a mini part, a mini series or something. They, they couldn't cover anything to the extent that you really felt for any of the characters. They couldn't really get the detail down of, of what was going on. So that it seemed to just jump about a bit too much. And it never... Never got down to another story. It seemed to sort of just skim across, giving highlights, but never actually any real depth or interest in it. it I felt it was a wasted opportunity. Again. Oh, right. I, I must admit, I'll agree with you. I did think it was a bit jumpy uh, at times, but I thoroughly enjoyed I, I must admit, I didn't have a... I'd never... This film had never crossed my radar before. And, and uh, when I when I read that uh, Ridley Scott directed it, you know, I thought, bloody, I can't believe I hadn't heard of this one. But, uh, I, I, I didn't realise Idris Elba was in it as well. Well, there's all sorts of Idris Elba, the uh, Cuba Gordon Jr. and and uh, Norman Reedus and Ted Levine and Russell Crowe and Josh Brolin and goodness knows who else. Uh, you know, there's some real big names in this film, aren't there? I mean, mm. admittedly, it's it's uh, was it um, 2013 years ago, but and that some of them weren't quite as big as they are now. But but uh, no, it was a it was a good old cast in it. And it, it, it well, actually, do you know what the budget was? I'm sure you both million. Did. Yeah, that's a hell of a lot. What they spend hundred million on for Christ's sake? They had to try and make everything look old, didn't they? Doing I suppose recasting so. areas and making buildings look like Harlem used to. Drugs, are, yeah. probably the drugs, mate. They ain't cheap, are they? And lastly, remember <laughs> yeah. how much they must have spent on all the famous people. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it did all right, two hundred sixty-six billion or whatever, didn't it? But yeah, um, that's not a bad turnaround. But uh, when I read that, yeah, the budget was hundred million. I thought, Christ, it's, it's a might because. Um, I read, I uh, sort of read a, um, an inter- uh, an article about um, Frank Lucas, and he said that uh, Denzel Washington bought him a um, his his wife a, a house and him a Rolls Royce with uh, part of his wages to say thank you for some of the you know tips that he gave him during during the filming. And I thought, Christ, well, there's half your bloody uh, uh, budget mm. if if you got if you're paying Denzel Washington enough to start giving away cars and houses, then you're obviously paying him way too much. But uh, no, generally I enjoyed this film. Yeah, it opens I mean, with the yeah, go on, Blue. Sorry, I mean it was what set in nineteen sixty eight. Yes, yeah, seventy three was it or something? Yeah, uh, I think it was quite reali- it was realistic, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I mean it's it sort of um you know you you could sort of imagine what it would have been like in a rundown sort of place like that, and it, the, the the story fitted quite well, didn't it? it you know, it was realistic. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because the, 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 uh, the film starts with the right old 
uh, well, the opening scene starts with the right bang, doesn't it? Someone having petrol thrown over him, and then uh, and then being shot. Good to say, what else? That was uh, uh, that was a way to start get change your attention at the beginning of the film. But uh, yeah, no, and it is uh, loosely based on on uh, on a true on the true story, isn't it? Because Frank Lucas did become the sort of biggest uh, drug dealer in in uh, New York for for a few years and what have you even bigger than the than the mafia and all that, and uh, the Italians and yeah. all that sort of uh, business but um but uh, no I I I generally enjoyed it but when you I, I did um uh, listen to uh, an interview with um Frank Lucas and and uh, there's a lot in here that uh, the film made up and cuz he was I think he was quite frankly a far darker character than than uh, He's portrayed even in this film, although he does get a bit dark in here, doesn't he? Shooting, uh, is it Tango? In, in Idris Elba's character shoots him in the head. That's true, except in the interview he said he shot him four times in the head, and and uh, sort of seemed to chuckle at the fact that you could get a melon in the back of his head after what I did to him. And then, uh, well, that's, a, what else. that's a good fact to sling in there, isn't it? That was a <laughs> it is, one. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'm uh, but um, but no, it's um. So have, have we given a bit of rundown about this? Yeah, we have, haven't we? Yeah. Oh no, but, we've uh, only sort of said it's a nineteen sixty eight sort of mob mob boss, and then where yeah, he, he, he dies, drugs. He works out he can get the drugs directly, doesn't he? That's how he makes his money. Yes, he cuts out the middleman, as it were, and, and also make the... a more purer um sort of drug rather than sort of all this chop stuff mixed with other things, yeah. and by obviously. Being making it pure, it's going to make it more attractive to people to purchase, and sort of there it goes. The story sort of flows from there, doesn't it? Flows flows from there. But uh, um, I mean, I found it quite funny. I mean, in them days, it was where the police force was all corrupt and that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, bas- yeah. basically, you had the sort of that detective hands in a million a million pound, did he? Richie Roberts, his yeah, ostracised, yeah. Because he sort of handed in almost one million that he found in a mobster's car. Yeah, yeah, and that's mean, uh, that's that's true as well. He he did uh, hand it in. He he said he didn't get um, ostracised quite as badly as they made out in the film, but he was uh, uh, frowned upon, and it was sort of like two thirds. Lost the... his life though, did it? Twenty seventeen, he was found guilty of tax evasion and suspended from the bar. Was he really? I didn't know that. Oh, well, oh, good. Oh, that's well, another good fact. In his late 70s, then, though. You think he bloody in his late 70s. Yeah. That's he, another good he, fact. He, Two facts. Four. Yeah. So if he finally turned to the dark side. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> okay. I mean, let's be honest. So, I mean, um, if if you was in that sort of job and you found a million pound, would you sort of hand it all in or would you sort of just take a bit in your pocket? Oh, you, and you have, well, me, what I'd Obviously, no, hand I it all in. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd take, I'd take a couple of packets here or a couple of packets there, I think. You are definitely Although, a Richie Roberts there, um, Rob, because I reckon you would hand in the full <laughs> one million. I think, I think you would hand it in, Rob. Yeah, I think you would, actually. But I would take a couple of couple of wads here and out of this bag and a couple of wads out of that bag, and, and no one's going to know. Although I'd probably be make the mistake of picking up the wad that had the little tracker in, like that other film we watched, you know, No Country for Old Men. And end up with that lunatic chasing me all over New York or something. But um, but uh, no, I wouldn't hand it all in. No, I think we've said that. Another little uh, questions we've given ourselves on on our morals. But uh, no, I I wouldn't. No, uh, I don't think. Uh, well, obviously you would because we're all professional people. We would hand it in. But 
you'd have to sort of question yourself. Could I put a bit no. in my back pocket? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, uh, but then also, um, it's the same old story though in life. Um, if you get too greedy, well, that's right. Yeah, you uh, you end up getting caught, don't you? Well, because uh, in this interview I was listening to about uh, this with uh, Frank Luke, he said after the first um, uh, sort of trip that he did and what and what have you, he had one hundred million in in a different account, different bank accounts, and mm. I I would stop. Yeah, hundred million. You're never going to spend that. Why? It must be what makes these uh, sort of uh, crime bosses different to everybody else. Because I hundred million, right? I'm stopping because I've got enough there to. For for me and and uh, my kids and my kids' kids and my you know great grandchildren and you know no one's ever going to have to work again yeah with a hundred million you know earning interest and what have you and yet they still go because it at one point Frank Lucas was worth is it uh, about half a billion pounds which in these in those days which is these days is an, a, an astronomical amount sort of thing mm. but uh, he, he did actually lose it all that was one in, in this interview this was one of, um, one of his bits of advice is that if you ever do anything, don't think you can hide it in a bank account because they will find it. He said, if you ever steal something, go and bury it somewhere. And, uh, what, what, didn't know, he, didn't he put a lot of money of in them security boxes? Because you saw at one point in the film where he was loading up the security boxes, the metal boxes, with well, money, that, yeah. didn't he? But um, I think uh, because, uh, uh, I was... One of the things that he was saying when he uh, when he was released, he was uh, trying to sell a key to one of those boxes because he couldn't go in and mm. uh, get the boxes. At, and he was trying to sell the key and got rearrested. And so they had those boxes as well. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, all right, he didn't yeah. have a very lucky life after he got left out because he got done for doing drugs again, didn't he? That's right, he did. Yeah, yeah, he died uh, a couple of years ago, didn't he? I think, all right, uh, age uh, uh, eighty-eight. Oh no, it was last year. Yeah, that's I mean, and, and also his mentor, Bump, um, Bumpy Johnson, he didn't really yeah. die in a appliance store, did he? No, that's right. No, he never. No. He died in a restaurant, a Wells yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So why? But they they wanted to show that to show his disgust for all these big sort of stores opening up and discount stores. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because he was he was sort of you know how do you. Uh, uh, stabbed the heart of something with no heart, which was, as far as he was concerned, how do you extort this shop when, uh, you know, you're never going to, never going to get anywhere near the actual owner. So they're, they're never going to pay up anything, but no, <clears throat> you're right though. Um, he, he, he did die at, uh, in a restaurant, but there was a lot of debate as to whether Frank Lucas was even there, but, um, obviously the film is made, is taken all sorts of liberties and, and, uh, uh, what have you and, and amalgamated different characters. But, uh, but no, it it um it, it's uh was well, a good old film, wasn't it? I thought it. it, uh, it I think it I must admit, been a lot better. I thought there was everything there to make a really good mini series. You could have had ten or twelve episodes, really developing the characters, looking into what's going on. Yeah, it would have cost a lot, but I think it would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah, because old uh, um, is it Josh Brolin was was in it, and mm-hmm. he he plays the uh, the uh, detective. Is it Trupo who ends up uh, blowing his head off? Is a uh, comes to another sticky end but actually every film we watch with josh brolin and he seems to he get do well, shot he? he never makes it to the end of the movie not one that i've watched so far anyway uh, i mean yeah. i suppose also it's like when he went to that fight the obviously throughout the film he starts he went to a muhammad ali fight didn't he and yes, yeah 
his wife did buy him that fur coat and that fur hat. That's is right, that, yeah. Is that not going to make you just stand out like a sore thump? Yeah, I mean, well... He didn't yeah, wear it would, that it, stuff like that often, though, did he? He was trying to no. fit in and not stick out, because that's why the police it, didn't know who he was. Yeah. Yeah, but then in yeah. the film he was saying to his family, you know, don't dress like this because you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. And then he goes to a fight wearing all the fur hat and fur coat. It's just... It was suggested in the film, though, that was a surprise gift from his wife that he wasn't entirely happy with, but felt he had to wear. But that was that was so 60s and 70s, a big coat and hat like that, wasn't it? Because I always remember watching programmes like um, Starsky and Hutch, and they'd always have characters that sort of dressed, dressed like that, the most sort of inconspicuous dress, you know, dress sense that you could uh, possibly wish for, quite frankly. And, and I think that coat was his bit of his downfall, because then that draw more attention from the police towards him, of like, who's his front, sat at the front of the yeah. Muhammad Ali fight with this massive fur coat and hat. He looked like a bloody giant Ewoks out there, didn't he? I mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, you can feel like you can say things now, you know he's dead. But, uh, you can't say, I might not have said that if he was still going. <laughs> but uh, no, he did look like a... Uh, although, towards the end of his life, he did try and change things around a little bit. And, and uh, uh, the the last he was heard of, I think, he was before prior to his death, he was trying to raise money to build an area for kids to play in somewhere in... New York or the Bronx or, or something like that. I mean, are there areas in New York that are still as run down and dangerous? I suppose there are, aren't there? Quite frankly, I don't know. In, South in, in New York, South Ham, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. No, but or uh, King Arthur's Way. <laughs> the, oh come on, there's yeah. nowhere that bad, surely. Uh, well, don't get me wrong. It's always bad and, and nice wherever you go. Wherever yeah, you live, yeah. it's always going to be bad and nice, and it's sort of, you know, some places get a reputation, but it's it's the unfortunately it's them bad reputations bring it down for everyone else, don't they all? Yes, yeah, quite right. So yeah, that, that's not church with us, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not a truth. It's well, I blame all the newbies. Mm. Yeah, actually, Rob, you're going to be classed as it. Would you? No, you're going to be a bit of a mediocre one, aren't you? You're not a complete newbie. I'm only 16 years there. Oh, yes. God, yeah. Yeah. How, how long are you, um, Mr. Piper? Well, I've only lived here uh, 17 years, actually. But oh, one I've, year got, I've got I've got family that go back uh, to the dawn of the Whitchurch White Church, as it were. Oh, but, right. Uh, but so what about you? You're, you're going to claim to be a, a proper bumpkin. Yeah, 46 years. How many generations? Yeah. Come on. Uh, well, you're going to have what? You're going to have one, two, three, four generations. Yeah. So you you can back. probably call yourself a local now, then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, also, uh, um, got ties to Overton. Oh, my God. Well, keep that quiet. Right. So they're like, I, I think I'm in the sort of realm of that. I'm allowed to call people shag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. So um, a, a proper yokel, I would say. Yeah, proper proper country boy. You know, someone that you know, if you're going to cross the sort of zebra crossing with church, and you stop in a car, and I'm crossing, I would sort of just look at you and put my hand up and say, "Thanks, mate," and carry on walking. Not like these two ladies that sort of got babies who I who walked out straight into the road. I stopped, and they just didn't even look at me, and I thought. Do you know what? You're newbies. Yeah. Well, get them next time. Don't stop. Run them over. 
Oh, shit. What's going on now? Nothing. Looking at you. Yeah. No, we can't. Hello? Luke? What happened there? Dunno. I think he, he was so incandescent with rage about the uh, zebra crossing. Did. Uh, no, yeah, we can again. hear you, Blue. We can hear you. Well, maybe we can't again. No. Fuck it. <laughs> Such language, Blue. <laughs> oh, now he's gone. Oh, uh, what do we normally... This hasn't happened for so long, I can't remember. Oh, he's back again. Hello? Are you both Hello? gone? I'm here. Oh, have you... oh, you're here. Well, it looks like he's here as well. Are you there, Blue? And he looks like he's gone and come back. No, add, ready to join, add to call. Oh, add to call. Before, sorry, you got, now what? You will automatically call before. I mean, God, network problems. That's what it was. <coughs> I've had well, to, you, you, you have. I've had to move downstairs next to the hub. Well, that's where you're sat all the time, obviously, as you take this so seriously. Where? <coughs> you're always sat next to the hub. Are you, uh, who are you with, BT or? or... Yeah. Yeah. Got what? Uh, well, say no more. Yeah. Poxy. No, well, so, so where was I? Yeah, these two, these <coughs> two n- newbie mums walking across the road, <laughs> walk straight <laughs> out to the road, maybe yeah. stop. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the signal go again. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. And they didn't even look at me and say thanks. I thought, do you know what? Uh, yeah. 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 No need for it. No. What, has anyone heard any more about what happened um, in the Tesco's? You know, it was, no, was I've it... heard nothing more. It got broken no, into, I'm... didn't it? But there wasn't much on Facebook yeah. or anything about it, was there? No, no. It wasn't quite as exciting as the, um, the co-op one in the, in, during the other lockdown. But, well, but apparently they tried to pull the safe out of the wall or something or other. But oh, did yeah, they? What? They did. Video. They're trying to get the cash machine out, weren't they? They were doing it in anger, but they couldn't make it work. Oh, that was the old, yeah, the co-op <laughs> one. That was a yeah, co-op one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So what happened yeah. in Tesco's then? Did they um? Apparently they're trying to get into the safe. I'm not sure if it was the post office safe or the shop safe or or whatever. But that's that's what uh well that's what Sue told me. Inside, uh, it's an inside job then, isn't it? Inside job, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Who could it be? But, um... Member of staff aren't we seeing anymore? Anyway, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What part of the film anyway, are we not reviewing no more? Yeah. For back to the film. Well, yeah. uh, uh, Rob just pointed out the uh, Crooked Cops. Let's, let's chat about yeah. the Crooked Cops. Which was a theme throughout uh, the film. Um, you saw lots of them, and they weren't exactly subtle about it. They'd go into their own evidence lockers, take the drugs, and then sell them on again. Amazing. But then at the end of the film, when they talked to was it, uh, three quarters of the um, drug police and loads of other police from New York City were arrested after Frank's confession. That's right, yeah. That, that, that's true. There was a, a huge amount um of uh, convictions based on his um, evidence. And, but, uh, how many years did he get off for then? Well, he he was uh, how many in the film? He was given fifteen, wasn't he, or something like that, or a lot, uh, not. But whatever it or was it? Work, didn't he? It was reduced to uh, fifteen or was it eight? I can't remember because um, uh, Richie yeah, Rob, yeah, because of, um, did Richie Roberts actually represent him once he be, he. Uh, Oh, he did, a, didn't he? A lawyer. Yeah. And, and, uh, got part of his sentence reduced, uh, because of the help he gave him, uh, uh, in convicting all the policemen or something like that. But he didn't serve anywhere near as, uh, as long as he was actually convicted. For. I'd have to say that, that once he was in prison and he was talking to Richard Roberts, that was the best developed part of the film and the most interesting and enjoyable bit. It, it sort of worked from there on. They didn't rush it. As yes. Yeah. The film was explaining it's actually the police. And the authorities all a direct, the Ku Klux Klan. 
that's right. Yeah, because that's actually true. That's actually true about his uh, cousin, older cousin, getting his um, head blown off for, for, like you said, eyeing up a, a white woman or, or making eye contact with a white woman, which back then in the early early sixties was um, uh, were completely taboo, wouldn't it? The, 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 just for making eye contact, he was dragged out. And uh, um, in in uh, this interview, Frank uh, Lucas said that the the and he knew the person that did it to be a uh, a Ku Klux Klan member obviously had something over his head, but to be a policeman who put both barrels of a shotgun in his cousin's uh, mouth and, and blew his head off uh, for, for looking at a white woman, basically. So that's pretty bloody harsh, isn't it? Obviously, it doesn't um, condone what Frank Lucas got up to in the rest of his life because he did some pretty um, horrendous things. But, uh, but um, no, something like that's going to leave an impression on you as a young kid, isn't it? Well, also, Richie Scott, Richie um, Roberts, he was actually the um, godfather to Lucas's son, wasn't he? That's right. Yes, yeah, and like, and paid for uh, Lucas's son to go to uh, special private school. Oh right, gotcha. They actually, yeah, well, yeah, he, he uh, they actually became uh, friends afterwards, I think. But uh, yeah, it's funny how these sort of relationships can develop, I, I suppose, isn't it? Wife goes to prison, goes to Puerto Rico, and then gets back together again. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah. She did, didn't she? But uh, yeah, that's all weird. But that, um, uh, and it was true. You know, uh, Richie Roberts had a uh, uh, detective partner who was um, uh, who, oh, yeah. who actually became a junkie, and uh, he sort of in in the interviews that I was uh, listening to, he uh, he said that that was uh, true. One of his um, detective partners did uh, uh, die. He didn't. He didn't actually uh, want to over elaborate. I don't think, but. Didn't want to upset any uh, relatives or anything like that. But um, uh, parts of the bit, I'm not sure if he jumped out of the ambulance like that. But uh, no, he did uh, basically disappear and then uh, and then get killed. End up um, on a on in the uh, in the morgue basically. Well, but, Brad uh, wasn't Brad Pitt that he was lined up to do Richie Roberts as well, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, I think he might have been. Yeah, I read that. And and uh, who's that Del Toro chap? He was lined up to be. Um, it was either I think he was going to be uh, uh, Detective Trupo, Josh Brolin's character. Um, what what you'll know him, uh, that Del Toro chap. Um, I well, can't we remember. We did what find out in. a film that Josh Brolin didn't die in. You'll be happy to know that. Yes, that's, that's Rob's uh, fact. What was it again? I've forgotten already. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Oh, that's what's getting the facts out here on this film, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you spent the last seven days listening to to um interviews to get your facts. No, well, no, I just went down a rabbit hole, uh, and uh, I, I find all these crime things. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, I find them quite uh, interesting to listen to. Sometimes, it's sort of like the true stories behind it, and what have you. But uh, like I said, though, Frank Lucas is a far darker person as you'd have to be to be a bloody drug crime lord than than uh, um, in real life. Because he admitted in the film they show them smuggling the drugs back in the bottom of false. Um, uh, yeah, false-bottomed coffins. But he was saying that uh, he he wasn't the only one doing it. They, you know, they is the Americans like to think that uh, the dead soldier's going to come back and and uh, and and be you know totally respected. So they were stuffing it, stuffing cocaine in bags inside the inside the bodies, you know, the uh, the uh, of the dead uh, soldiers, and it, it was you know they were doing 
you know, getting it back in the coffins any which way they could, not just him, but uh, the other the other soldiers themselves. So it was it was going on left, right. Well, Rid- Ridley Scott, he, he also employed um some of the actual real people that were involved with doing the dr- um drugs over in Thailand oh, when right, it happened, did he? didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he actually employed a lot of the sort of villagers and that sort of stuff that involved that sort of side of it when it when it first happened. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah. 50 Cent also auditioned for the role of Huey Lucas. Really? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. His family were very accepting of his criminal ways, weren't they? I mean, he started they off, were. And then he, when he grabbed all his brothers to come and help him, they thought, oh, okay then. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I suppose yeah. in them days, money wasn't easy to come by, was it? And I suppose if you're sort of living on the breadline, if you then can sort of all start earning money and come to a house that, like, he just bought when they all turned up from an old farm sort of building playing banjos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, they're going to think, well, it's, we're leaving the hillbillies behind and we're moving on. But like sort of um, Mr. Piper, you know, he lived in sort of cent- <laughs> central Whitchurch, first of all, and then he thought... <laughs> I need to move out this hillbilly bit and move up, <laughs> up further, move up the top of the hill. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, it well, his mum said, "I've never asked where you get your money from." She in that scene, that was quite a good scene where she was basically begging him not to go out and and uh, try and kill the policeman in revenge, and and uh, um, not to make a, a, his brothers go out there with him. But um, she. Uh, she must have known where it was all coming from because uh, it was, you know, like you said, to come from a bloody tin shack into that huge, great big mansion that he'd got. Uh, um, is uh, it, it, uh, At one point, he was saying that he had over £350 million worth of property around the around the world uh, in different places and what have you. One, one, thing I did, yeah. one thing I did sort of find in the film, it seemed weird that... Um... That Richie Roberts, he was driving a Volkswagen sixteen hundred variant, wasn't he? Type three. Uh, I mean, you know, Volkswagen in America. I suppose they would have been about then, wouldn't they? Yeah, but I suppose it's sort of. Was it cheap? I mean, I, I, to oh, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine Volkswagens are not even a sort of a big sort of a, a car in America at the moment, anyway. Are they? Are, are, I well, I would I would say Volkswagen over there that was a sort of like swinging sixties with the Beetle a car and the and the camper van. They I'd have thought they would have been quite um prominent over there at that time. That would just be my first thought on it. I'm not arguing with you, but that would be my first uh thought on, on Volkswagens over there. And and maybe he was deliberately driving it so he didn't attract too much attention being a being a policeman tearing about. Well, that could be a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good thought. But uh, just a thought. Yeah, that's a good thought. But uh, what? Um, what else have we got to say about this film? It's, well, it's very good. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm not. I'm, I don't think it brought anything special or anything new to the crime sort of Lord films, like Scarface or The Goodfellas or Godfather or anything like that. It didn't really bring anything, anything particularly new, other than the fact that the main protagonists were uh were black weren't they but, but but apart from that it didn't really bring anything um new to the table but it's a, it's a good film i don't know uh, did anyone read up on how it did award wise did it get any awards or anything i thought don't know. It, it, took, <coughs> it took seven years to make the film so there's a lot of thought really? going into the film yeah seven years it took oh right i mean are you two ridley scott fans generally yeah to be honest i wouldn't know 
couldn't comment. I just, like I always do, just watch a film and then switch off. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where would you put this on a Ridley Scott uh, films then, uh, uh, Rob? Middle to lower middle. Yeah. Didn't do it enough justice. No, no, I would. I, I think, yeah, I'd agree with that. Six, but, um, throughout the film, sixty-four costume changes. Then to Washington, that I should think he did. He always had something different on, didn't he? Yeah, actually, I haven't said that. Yeah, yeah, because he liked his clothes, didn't he, Frank Lucas? Yeah, he'd like a suit. Well, I suppose when you've got that money, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Say you won the lottery, would you start wearing suits then? No. What about you, Rob? Well, if there was a reason to, oh, yeah. But they're, they're, he was wearing suits all the time, wasn't he? But I'd, I'd probably wear a set. I wear a pair of plus fours. <laughs> pair of what? Sorry, pair of plus fours. <laughs> What's that then? I say, oh, no. I thought you'd be in a country boy. You would know what a set of plus fours are, wouldn't you? you know, oh, shoot- you mean shooting shooting jacket and all that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Your shooting trousers, and they wear the big red yeah. red socks with tassels on. That's right, yeah, yeah. Waistcoat. Are you going to get it? Checkered shirt and a tie. Are you uh, going to get any beating in this year? I doubt it, no. Yeah. I'd like to, but I, 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 I can't go on at the moment. I don't think it can go on at the moment, can it? Well, I suppose it's one of those sports that if it does go on, they're naturally social distanced, aren't they? Yeah, but then how do you all get in the back of the um trailer to go to the next? Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you can't do that side of it. But like the actual shooters can social distance quite happily. Oh yeah, the shooters can, but obviously all the beaters. Yeah, there's bloody pheasants everywhere at the moment, aren't there? The bloody things are all over the shop. Yeah, I'm doing my bit to get the numbers down, running a few buggers over. But there you go. Gosh, uh, so back to the, back to the film. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, anybody ready to mark it? Um, I would start. Go on then, Robert. It was your film. You mark it. My film. I thought it was a, a story that wasn't really done as much justice as it should have done. I mean, they put a lot of effort into it, so it's a seven. But I think it very easily could have been eight with a bit more care and attention. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Scrooge and Humbug's coming out in it. It's Christmas. We got to do a Christmas film. God, oh humbug. God. Well, I, I, I'm going to give it an. I'm going to give it a nine. I, I really enjoyed no, it. No, right. Yeah, it's a funny. At some point, when it, and every week when uh, we're all giving out our marks, at some point, like Rob will say seven, and I'll say seven, or you'll say nine, and I'll go, nine, or I'll say eight, and you'll say eight. Uh, one of us always repeats what the other one says. But I'm going to give this film uh, seven. As well. Oh yeah. god! Didn't, sit didn't, bring f- any, didn't bring anything new. Sit on the fence. And, uh, I'm not sitting on the fence. I'm just saying what I thought of it. It was. Uh, uh, I don't know. Don't know why. As soon as I found out it was it was Ridley Scott, I thought, well, I thought this was going to be a lot. You know, that, oh, I'd watched the film, then realised it was directed by Ridley Scott, and thought, Ridley, this should have been a lot better for the yeah, hundred million pound budget. Yeah, but how I could it be? Few... But it had to be tr- it had to be as realistic as possible, didn't it? The realism yeah. wasn't the problem. It was he didn't give the depth of the characters enough. You, for Lucas and Richie, you didn't really get to know them until near the end of the film. You didn't understand what they tried to bring in that whole Richie bit about his wife and the child and he's sleeping around with people and that it was utterly upsetting. He could not look after his son as they were moving away. But it was so brief that you didn't really care that was happening. You thought, okay, 
Yeah, no... I totally agree with that. In fact, I, I don't know why they bothered with that in the film at all. I know it was trying to make you empathise with the fact that he uh, realised he was in a dangerous line of work and was going to give up his kid, and he mm. just wanted the wife to know that the son was the only thing that kept him straight and honest and all that. I thought, oh, I could have done without that, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Could you? Why have got to go yeah. into enough detail to make people care about a character? Or it doesn't bother. Yeah. God, you two are, you two are real... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is that well, a technical yeah. decision? Well, I, I imagine you two, you two could do a programme called Two Miserable Old Bastards. Oh, he's hey. talking. Who? <laughs> old? I'm hurt. Oh, yeah, sorry. I do apologise. One, one old one old old bastard and his younger mate. Yeah, much better. Yeah, that's yeah, better. Yeah, okay. sorry. I can, apologise there, that. Rob. Yeah, I can oh, live with that. What no, was it you talking about? Right, that was our look at the uh, movie American Gangster. I hope you liked what you heard. If you did, uh, please take the time to rate and review us. That'd be really good. Really helps the show uh, get noticed. And if you want to get in touch and leave a suggestion, it's back to the film twenty at gmail dot com. Listen on after the tune is always for a bit more of our uh, general ramblings about life, the universe, and everything. Cheers, bye. <laughs>
right. It's amazing how you clock them, clock the miles up once you get going, actually, isn't it? Yeah, do you take a picnic with you, do you? No, no, going too fast for that. Don't even stop for a drink. Whoosh, whoosh. No, no, not a picnic or anything, no. So have you got cleats or you just, do you wear trainers? Trainers? Yeah, do you, do you wear trainers? Oh, tra- yeah, you mean, you because you, you've got a bike where you clip your feet in, haven't you? I can't yeah. be doing with that. Can't you? Oh, uh, that's, that's, a bloody, that's an accident waiting to happen, that is. Oh, you, you, you're one of those people that wears sort of like red Wellington boots, aren't you? And stuff like that, and, and a blue wax jacket. That's you all yeah, over. But, but, uh, just because you've got the bloody clipping ones, I bet you've fallen ass overhead up with your feet stuck in the pedals loads of times. Couple on the ice, I have, yeah. But uh, I just, uh, well, I'm not that. I'm not taking. You know, I'm not that into cycling that I want to start wearing. You know, clip myself to the bloody bike, Christ. So what? So you're not so, you're not wearing your jeans and your work boots no more. You know, no. The outfit that you sort of did football training in for all them years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I did. Yeah. Let myself down with the boots a bit, but then half the time the pitch was so muddy you wouldn't know if I was wearing. Yeah. Exactly. I needed the bloody things to walk across the pitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are the days. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So. Okay. Sorry, Rob. Quality of the pitches they're playing on is not going. I bet it hasn't. How often do they get to play on that AstroTurf? Uh, they train on it every week. They were meant to have it as a home ground, but there's been issues with buses. They haven't as yet. Last season they had half their home. I wonder why. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. Then must be the person in charge. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Their home games at the moment are played in Andover. Do what? That's pants, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Under under 18's team, so they would be the one under the the town team, and they're playing in it. Yeah, but the pitch. Oh, and I bet. Go on. The the pitches at the top of the field should be ready by next year, shouldn't they? It should be, yeah. Because no. I bet they still protect the um sort of which the the uh, the the adult team's pitch as if it's bloody Wembley, don't they? Because you couldn't they even walk across it. They can't play on the days after it's been played. Or if it's going to be played on that day. Because <laughs> it's near, oh, for Christ's sake. It's not bloody Wembley, for God's sake. So, yeah. The sooner they uh, get those top pitches available, the better. Yeah. Did you see uh, the um, Premiership table last week, Blue, with Southampton oh, at the top? Oh, yes. That was wonderful, wasn't it? And, and stop the count. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Southampton, top of the table for two days. Yeah, yeah. But it's first time in goodness, goodness knows how long, wasn't it? 1980, 1988. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, that I took a screenshot of it, I must admit. Yeah. yeah, I bet all Saints fans were well happy that weekend, weren't they? Thinking, do you know what? We're, it's not going to happen, but it's nice just to get that. Well, it's nice to have that one well, one chance, of, you know, one time of being top of the table. Well, they've got as many. Uh, they've got over uh, how many games have they played? They're not halfway through the season yet, are they? Or something? I don't. They're only pl- eight but, games. Uh, they've already, played eight games yeah. so far, and they've already got half the points that they got for the whole of last season. So, uh, but look, like I said to Rob earlier, worth putting a tenner on because uh, stranger things have happened. I mean, Christ, what? if bloody Leicester can do it, and uh, you know, it's just 2020, 21, strange old years. So, uh, might, might be worth a, a £10 tipple. And nah, uh, we ain't going to win it. <laughs> that ain't going to happen, is it? But then again, how, well, how, many, how many Leicester fans were saying that a couple of three years ago? Well, we, we've, well when you look at it, though, we, we, the players that we've got, you know, Ings and sort of. 
you know, a few others. Um, what's his name? Shea. He's quite sort of pretty tasty. Yeah, but there's a there's another transfer window coming up soon, isn't there? So by the by the time, uh, oh, Danny uh, Ings, Danny Ings would be gone, won't he? Yeah, yeah. well, they'll all be bloody gone. I mean, but, basically, uh, no, you can Sa- dream. Saints is, is a feeder club to all the bigger like Liverpool, aren't they? Because mm. yeah, where, where's Where's Lallana playing now? He's playing at is it, um, Brighton. That's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went to Liverpool, didn't he, and uh, just didn't get on. No, no, he's in Brighton. You're thinking, well, why don't you come back to Saints? He declined the offer, didn't he? I don't know why. Must have I mean, left I, on I, bad terms or something. Well, Theo Walcott, he, he's doing well, though, isn't he? Theo Walcott. Yeah, he's back at uh, Saints. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's playing really well. Oh, right. Didn't he play? He went to Arsenal, didn't he? Everton. He went to Everton, didn't he? Everton. Did he go oh, anywhere right. else yeah. before Everton? I can't remember. Um, oh right, okay. I didn't realize. Oh, well. Good for him. He's quite. He's he's on fire. I mean, he really opens up things and sort of takes players out, and then sort of we can sneak around the back door. Oh right, oh right. Obviously, you haven't been watching. Obviously, being no, a Saints supporter, you haven't been watching any of the games. I haven't. I've been too engrossed in the MotoGP, which is re- reaching a. Uh, a uh, 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 climax, well, poss- quite possibly this weekend, uh, and uh, if if not, uh, definitely the weekend after, I believe. All right. That uh, the, the, the the chap that could win the title this this weekend hasn't won a MotoGP race. He's uh, he's been Mister Consistent, come you know third, second, third, fourth, and fifths, and what have you. Whereas everybody else has uh, fallen ass overhead every other race. So, uh, but the chap that um, could take the title, uh, could do it this weekend. So it's, uh, it's been really exciting, some really good racing as well. And uh, Sam Lowe's could win the Moto2 title and, and uh, John McPhee could win the Moto3 one if he uh, doesn't fall off again. So, but, uh, yeah. No. Uh, you you was going to do your bike licence, weren't you? Uh, do you know what? I just haven't got round to it. We, I phoned up I phoned up one place and they were fully booked until, because it was quite a while I mentioned that, ago that I mentioned that, wasn't it? And uh, he was... He was fully booked. However long ago it was, I I uh, phoned him. He was fully booked to the end of October, and uh, the other the other one was booked up until the beginning of December. And I've just not just not got round to trying to rebook it or anything. To, to be honest, it's it just one of those things that's uh, slipped by the wayside, as it were, at the moment. What? Just just another fad? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But uh, yeah. Maybe you'll get one of them electric scooters. They're bloody everywhere at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, pretty they're, they're quick, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're quite sort of, you know, handy. Well, I think they would be. Mm. But, uh, yeah, not cheap, though, are they? No, definitely not. And all the electric bikes, they're not cheap either, are they? No, no, they're not. When you see someone going up a hill without pedaling, something's wrong. Well, there's different types, isn't there? There's pedal assist and, and, and then uh, a proper electric bike, which is like sitting on, a, on an electric scooter, really. But so what so, bike have you yeah. got? A, a, have you got a pedal assist, have you? I mean, yeah, I have, actually. Have you? I have, yeah. <laughs> what? You've got an electric pedal assist? <laughs> yes, I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. and you, then you you didn't say that before, did you? Oh, yeah, Sue and no, I were I out for a 15-mile <laughs> mile bike yeah, ride, yeah. and now it's a pedal assist. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it sound like some sort of... Uh, um, orthopedic thing when you say it like that but it's not like that at all it's uh it's uh you granddad <laughs> a 
you got you. Oh, you've got a push bike anyway. You've got a normal push bike, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, why are you using the pedal assist then? I don't know. Just makes it be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not even going out on a bike ride, is it? Yes, it is. Are you just sitting on the pedal? No, the I'm not. Seat, no, you're not. And you just it's nothing like. And you just have you been? Have you been on one? Your feet go around and around, and the bike does it for you. Oh, that's not have you been? A, have you been? Have you been on one, Blue? No, but I bet you. I bet you actually sort of really pedal hard for about a mile out of them twelve miles that you've done. It's you've got no idea. You should come and have a go on it, and then you'd you'd have a different opinion of it. Gosh, it's not. Sorry. It's nowhere near as. Uh, it's nowhere near as. Um, it's Sue got a pedal. Yeah, it's she got a pedal assist as well. No, Christ. Well, she got a proper bike. Yeah, yeah. So why have you got a pedal assistant? Well, because I'm not bloody stupid, that's why. That <laughs> 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 just defeats the object, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. After all that money you spent on that push bike that you kept quiet for all them years. Yeah. And so, you know, you kept well, it Jack's quiet. Well, always, Jack's always on that. And it wasn't didn't... that expensive anyway, for going to say. Well, so you didn't tell Sue, though, did you? No, of course I didn't. And then you don't use that. I'm telling you, I think. You you buy yourself a pedal (laughs) assist. Oh, my word. What's wrong with that? Your mate's got one, and you don't say this about his bike. He doesn't use it to go out on 12-mile bike rides, does he? What does he use it for, then? He doesn't go on a podcast and say, oh, yeah, I went on a 12-mile bike ride at the weekend. We're doing it (laughs) most weekends on my pedal assist push bike. You know, I should have lied, shouldn't I? Because I knew you'd have this sort of reaction. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you make me chuckle. <laughs> God, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong against pedal assist, but it's just the way that you sort of put it out there to Rob and I. <laughs> like you've been, yeah, it's so not pedal you never... with it, Adam. Adam yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Had you asked if yeah. earlier, I'd have bloody told you, but you'd never yeah, if you'd asked. Just, but, if uh, you'd been honest from the outset, then that's fine. But but making that that you're doing 12 to 15 mile bike rides on a weekend, and now you're doing it on a pedal assist bike, that's <laughs> that's cheating, isn't it? No, it's not. No wonder you haven't got cleats. You could wear a pair of wellies <laughs> on them and ride that just the same, couldn't you? Oh, bloody hell. Uh, I wish I'd used that bit of ammunition a bit more wisely. I bet that wasn't cheap, was it? What? The pedal what assist the... bike. What? It, it was, actually. Oh, Christ, we're not going on about this. still going on about it. But it, but... <laughs> let's, let's drop it, Blue. Do you get a discount? <laughs> just, just, uh, it's, you know, where? Do, you, do you get one of them blue badges that you can put in your car with it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Just asking. Oh, dear, Blue, you... Uh, <laughs> You're worth it. You really are worth it. <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, I wish I'd... Uh, wish I'd been able to see your face when I admitted to that, actually. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, but you, the thing is, you don't say something to someone and make out that you've been doing something. Really, you're not doing that, are you? Yeah, look... You should, uh, when all this is over, you can come and have a go on it. It's nothing, you're making it out as if I'm sitting on a bloody, you know, basically a moped. It's nothing like that at all. It's, do, you it's, grab, uh... do you go out with Chris, do you? <laughs> Chris who? You'll make Chris. Uh, 
you um it's not a bloody <laughs> moment I'm going to have to edit that because um, uh, where's that bloody ping thing alright going to have to I'm going to have to write a note on that because I can't leave that in uh, I'm happy for you did you get up was that for a special birthday then <laughs> wait a minute um no no alright no no in actual fact it was bought for Jack because he was uh doing ridiculous amounts of um uh, uh miles and what have you but um but no but he's it's, young it's uh, a pedal it, assist bike for a young lad who was going out and doing lots of exercise yeah uh, that's yeah, a bit but he was doing but he's doing it for a you reason you two have got the right you two have got the wrong idea of what the pedal of what the pedal assist is like on it to be honest. yeah but jack was doing the all these miles because he wanted to do it to get fit right so, Not, so then you, you as a I parent, go, I go, go I get on a pedal assist. Uh, you're, you're blaming it that you I, bought it for Jack. I, I, I get on a pedal assist bike and it suddenly becomes taboo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Have you, have you got a pedal assist Zimmer to go around the house with as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You cracked well, me up, Mr. Benson. Well, I, I think we can't get any more out of that one. No. Uh, well, no doubt it will be coming up this time next year. Right. Have you got but, a pair? Of, uh, anyway. Have you got a pair of them boots like Forrest Gump? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's the way you tell them, Benson. <laughs> but, but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. Oh, but, uh, but right, okay. <laughs> should, should, we call, should we call that? Yeah, yeah, uh, call that it for the evening. You're speechless. You can't say anything to it, can you? Well, I've got nothing to say. You've got totally the wrong idea of what... Oh, shit, I've just noticed something. I didn't press record. No, I'm joking. Uh, uh, you've got completely the wrong idea of what, what it's all about, what the bike's about. So I'm just going to leave it until you um, come up and have a go on it at some point. No, but <coughs> on a serious note, I mean, I, I wouldn't buy a pair of trainers and and have a pair and get a pair of roller skates because I want to run miles with my new trainers. Would I? Mm, I should hope not. No, because you want to use your trainers to run to get fit. So that's yeah. why you ride the push bike to get fit. Yeah, and not have an electric uh, bike to get. And uh, it's not electric bike. It's an it's pedal assist. There's a complete. It's completely different. Has it got a battery on it? Yeah, of course it has. Yeah. Right. So it's an electric bike then. <laughs> that's laziness. That's lazy. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, I agree to that. Hands up. Yeah, definitely. But then, why don't buy? Why don't you buy your wife one as well? I don't know. She doesn't want one. Didn't didn't want one. Oh, she's a bit younger though, isn't she? So so she wouldn't get yeah. she wouldn't get your discount. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So should right. I press? Should so, I press so, stop? So next week we're watching a subtitled film. Yeah, it's Korean. Uh, I think it's Korean. Korean film. All right. Parasite. I've sent. I've sent uh, a link over, and this has uh, been a request. Yeah. Okay, and then okay, if that's a request, then I think the following week we should all come together and choose a Christmas film. Yes, definitely get one out for Christmas. Uh, yep. Yeah. We'll have to. Hopefully by then, some new ones have been released on Netflix or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And we'll do that then. Excellent. Okay. So from now to then, good um 
Enjoy your biking. <laughs> right, yeah, I will. That's true, yeah, yeah. But, What's that? Uh, next Tuesday, then. Well, yeah. uh, uh, you two have swapped accounts, so uh, uh, let's see who gets cut off. I'm going to press stop and uh, chat to you both next Tuesday, if not before. What do you yeah. mean we swapped accounts? It, it uh, doesn't matter. It, well, when I sent a picture to you uh, of uh, of your code, and, and uh, Rob used it, and you've used Rob's code. Oh, so right. Gotcha. Oh, I thought we all had the same what? code put in. So no, no. I think you both be different. But on the on my dashboard, when you speak, it says uh, Rob speaking, and when Rob speaks, it says Blue speaking. So it's um. Uh, just well, it'd be interesting to see who gets cut off. So I'm going to press stop now, and I'll uh, catch you both on Tuesday. Yeah, all right. yeah so th- see who gets cut off. So I'm going to press stop now, and I'll uh, catch you. An episode of um, uh, the Royal Family. Yeah, yeah, that's how they used to start, isn't it? Yeah. So what did uh, you have tonight? Yeah, corned beef hash. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> what did right, you have, yeah. Dave? Yeah, I have corned beef hash. Or we have prawn and cocktail packet of crisp. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. Fish and chips. Homemade fish and chips. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, that was nice. Oh, yeah. Sounds sounds very tasty. And what did you have, Rob? I I had um, spice uh, mackerel fillets and rice. Oh, spice mackerel fillets. That's that's Mm. posh, isn't it? Hey, hey. God, hey. you're going to be moving up in the other end of Whitchurch soon, isn't you? On that sort of hey. diet, the right end of the river, you mean? Oh yeah, gosh. Yeah. Uh. And so, what about you, Adam? What did you have? Well, old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard and I found a tin, a small tin of uh, baked beans with pork sausages in it. You know, the, the ones that they do. And uh, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to have that. And um, didn't taste anything like I remembered it, but uh, I ate it. Well, you had that on toast. Yeah, basically. That was your that was your dinner. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a bit I went. Well, I went it. to the I went to the women in the house and said, "Yeah, come on, what's 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 going on?" And uh, yeah, they both just looked at me as if they shut up. So yeah. What feed yourself? What can you do. Yeah, basically, as it, it was that rude, that blunt. That uh, obviously, when we finished here, I'm going to go up there and. Sit them both down, have a chat with them about uh, what's expected, and uh, well, yeah. they can't turn things around. Well, I think they need to a bit, don't they? Well, they bloody do. What with Christmas coming up, you know? Yeah, Born girls chop chop. <laughs> I uh, let it all this out. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, how's your, how's your week been? And don't please, for God's sake, tell us you've done something exciting because we'd both be really jealous because we've done. Nothing really since we chatted last week. My week, my week. Oh, actually, 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 yeah. Go on, sorry. Yeah, go on. It's been absolutely hectic. Is it? Why is it? My work. Hectic or my work. work. My work is absolutely. Pff, it's unbelievable at the moment. What? What? Flat out. Yeah, coming up my ear holes is. Oh, yeah, not easy. What the trucks going wrong or people not knowing how to use them or. Well, it's just things sort of like it's like IT sort of stuff and getting into the depths of that. And 
Yeah, it's getting into the depths of the unknown, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, it's a learning. It's it's all part of it. it's every every day's an opportunity. 